Previously on Here There Be. This is Deirdre, my girlfriend. I don't want to see you ever again. Meredith walks over to the grave and puts their hand on it. And you remember something. A young girl sits facing you. She looks like Jennifer as a child. Manon Maddock is part of a crime syndicate. I know because I used to work for that syndicate. What about where they know where I live? They, they're gonna, they're gonna hurt her. still and everyone stands in silence almost waiting for something to happen the only person making any noise is Rosen who's still crying quietly so why did we let them leave? no one answers for a moment then Havoc says someone should follow them and they look at Deirdre, who's still comforting Rosen. I'll, I'll go. Um, do you need anyone to come with you? It's not a bad idea. Well, I'm looking at Jasper. Yeah, okay, I'll, uh, I'll come with you. You leave Deirdre and Rosen behind as you follow Havoc. You march in silent for a while, Havoc ploughing ahead of you not looking back. They have a fast pace and they are not waiting for you. Well, this is a quite a turn of events. Havoc shushes you. They stop and put out their hand to the side to warn you to stop as well. Then you pick up what they must have noticed too, the sound of voices. The sound of raised voices. You can hear Jennifer and Gethin in the distance, apparently arguing. Can you... can you hear what they're saying? Not really. I'd have to get closer. Let me do it. Be careful. I'm always ca- yeah, yeah, of course. And I sneak off towards them. Roll stealth. Of course. Twenty-three. <laughs> You're okay. As you creep closer, you start to pick up on what they're saying. You hear Jennifer, and she says, I'm not going back there. I'm not. We came all this way. We've got to at least try. We've got to at least ask. No, no, no. I'm not. I can't go back there. Well, then, at least let me do it. No, you're not going back there either. You are... Nearly dead. I'm pretty sure you actually did die earlier. So no, you're not going back there. Jenny, we have to try. What am I supposed to do? Do you want me to just walk back there and say, Oh, sorry, I forgot to ask earlier. Did you kidnap my brother? It would be a waste if we didn't. Troy, please, Jenny... 
We have to do something. She mumbles something in response. You don't catch it. But the argument dies down from there. They continue walking out of the forest. I'm going to continue to follow them, just to make sure I know where they're going. Slightly hyperventilating, but not loud enough for them to hear. What? Why? Because I've just learned something very important. You and Havoc follow them to the outskirts of the forest, where they eventually stop and start setting up camp for the night. Havoc tells you that they're going to stay and keep watch over them, but they leave it up to you whether you're going to return with news of where they are or whether you're going to stay as well. I've got to go back. There's there's something important I need to say. All right. And as I take off, I just look back and say, You're cool, Havoc. You know that? I know that. And I trot off in the other direction. Back at Orin's grave, Deirdre helps Rosen to her feet and starts taking her back to the Druid village. Meredith, what are you doing? Um, should I wait here for the others? I doubt Havoc will be back anytime soon. Oh, okay. I'll come along then. And together you head to the village. I wait for Jasper. So Jasper arrives back at the grave and sees that everyone has left. And after a few moments of tutting under his breath, he looks at the grave and he sheepishly walks over to it and puts his hand on it. Nothing happens. Okay, am I actually going to do this? I'm going to start digging into the grave where I saw them place their hands on. Uh, Meredith and Jennifer. Are you going to remove the cairn? The pile of rocks on top of the grave? I am. Okay. As you kneel there and methodically remove each stone, you feel a chill down your spine. Soon enough, the ground before you is bare and you start digging. I assume that you're doing this with your bare hands. Yes. It's going to take you a long time to get to the depth that a body might be buried at. Okay. I'm still continuing. I I just... I just want to know. Meredith, you wait a few hours at the village, but Jasper does not return. Meredith starts to get worried and shifts from one side to the other. And is Deirdre still there? Like Deirdre took Rosen away to get situated in the village. You know that Rosen has now been put up with a tent and is being taken care of. Deirdre is with her. Okay, I go to this house tent and um, awkwardly, um, don't know if I... So it's a tent. It's like Meredith wants to knock and then realises it's like it's not possible. So it's like, I know, Meredith's like deciding if they should open or knock or what they should do. And then after a while they open open the curtain slightly to peek in and do I see anything? You see Deirdre and Rosen. Rosen is asleep at the moment. 
Deirdre is sitting next to her. Psst. I was wondering if you were going to come in. Psst. What? I haven't seen Jasper. Maybe he's still with Havoc. Can I go and see and check on him? Sure, fine. I won't do anything. I promise. All right. So so you trust me? Sure. Meredith just blinks like not can't believe this. You, sure, sure. Sure, just just go. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Very much appreciated. And then Meredith walks backwards. <laughs> so I, uh, Meredith goes back to the uh the grave because that's the first because they don't know where they went, so that's the first starting point. You arrive at the grave to find Jasper digging it up. I I don't think O onions fits in the situation. I must think of a new word. Oh, I don't know. Oh, big onions. Uh, oh. Um. Kangan, what are you doing? I, uh, I, I was, uh. Meredith walks over. Do I hear anything? You hear a voice very faintly say, Kangan? Is this coming from the grave? So I slowly kneel down, and I put my ear to the ground. You hear silence again. What on earth are you doing? Don't look at me like that. You do this all the time. Oh, no, I don't. I, 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 I talk. I have, I have good intentions. Yeah, I have good intentions too. I want to figure out what's going on. So, what were you? I don't understand. What did you see, Meredith? When? Earlier? Yeah, with Jennifer. Well, Jennifer was there. And she was young. And she, she was looking at someone else who had a mirror. And that's it. And they Oh, and they buried it. I knew. I knew that. I I knew there was something. But why are you digging? I just... I want to know why Rosen was possessed like that. I want to know what's going on. She was possessed by Aang. I know. And Aang brought her here. And now I... I'm sure there's something to do with this grave. I'm just sure of it. Yeah, but this is a grave from... 57 years ago. Oren's grave. I'll put it all back. But what are you looking for? I don't know. Or you're looking for Oren. You think that you... Look, I I can try to talk to it. I mean, the person. You should have told me. Why didn't you tell me? It was a spare-at-the-moment thing. Okay? I. You guys had left, so... I was waiting for you. I was worried. I know, I'm sorry. But please, Meredith, just just let me try and figure this out. Well, let me just talk to Oren then. How far have I dug the grave? You're maybe a foot down. <sighs> okay, fine. We have to make it look 
like it did previously, or else we're going to be in big trouble. Listen, so far as they know, I'm with Havoc. Oh, so, so, so I did this? No. Well, who else did it? I'm not saying you did. I'm going to put it all back once I'm done, okay? Well, it better look the same way. It will. Or else we're in big trouble. I don't think they're going to notice a pebble out of place. Oh, I wouldn't put pa- put it past them. Well, I was with Havoc the whole night. And where was I? Looking for me, obviously. Right, let, let's get on with this and finish this as soon as possible. Okay. Um, I'm holding Jasper back with one hand, <laughs> uh, with the left hand, and my right hand is on the grey, in the hole, listening. You don't hear anything for quite a while. But then, once again, you hear that quiet, quiet voice saying, Kangan? It's Meredith. Silence. I am a grave digger. And you are? You hear nothing. Kangan? Where are they? Don't know, but I can help you search for them. I heard them. When? Hello, it's Meredith. I'm a grave digger. I'm also looking for a dog. Meredith. Have you seen it? Leave the dog. Shh! Kangan, quiet! Hello? Who are they looking for? Huh? You said you could help. Yes, yes, yes. Hang on, hang on. Kangan! There is no response from the grave. Oh, onions. Okay. And I push Meredith out the way. Hey. I'm going to dig. Are you going to help me or what? No, don't dig. Jasper starts digging. No. Well, tell Orin if they don't want the grave digged up, then they better start talking. Okay, okay. Uh, Meredith puts her hand into the grave again. Orin? Kangan, what are we, why are we asking, what are we asking Orin for? I don't know. Just dig, just, who are they looking for? Who are they looking for? Who, who are they looking, no, I already asked, no, what are we looking for? We're looking for answers. For what now? Do you know, what, what was said to you? What did Oren say to you? Um, what, just now? Yes. Oh, that they're looking for Jasper. They're looking for me? What? I'm I'm sorry, I'm confused. They're looking for me? No, they're looking for Jasper. Jasper? No. No, Jasper. Okay, you're saying my name again. No, I'm not. Okay, I'm... I'm sorry, I feel like I'm on another plane of existence here. What What's happening? We're talking to Oren. Meredith, you do know you're saying my name. No, you're Kangan. And they're looking for Jasper. Jasper's going to start digging again. No! Don't do that! Meredith's trying to, like, pull him back. Meredith, help me. But, but, we, what, you, you want to, you want to see a dead body? No, Meredith, you just call me Kangan. I did not. Yes, you did. I heard what I... No, I said Kangan. 
you're just saying it again. No, I'm not. I, I, I feel like you don't know you're saying it, though. I don't understand. No, nor do I, which is why I'm digging this grave up. No, you... I'm getting more frantic with my digging now. Hang on. He won't find it. It's not here. Stop, 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 stop. We won't find it here. Look, I got to, Meredith, okay? No, no, Oren just told me we won't find it here. Well, what is it? Who's... Oren, what is it? Who's Kangan? There's a field of red. A field of blood. It's there. Got it. Right, okay. So, we make this look like it's, um... It's never been touched. And then I point at, point at him. And I'm like, right. I know exactly where we're going. What do you mean? And I'm like pushing the, the dirt back onto the grave. Hey, what are you doing? What, what do you mean? No, the answer is somewhere else. And I know exactly where that is. Please elaborate. Okay, so we're going to a field of blood. Oh, that makes me feel much better. Very specific. Does that ring a bell? No. Okay, well, we'll go to the other graveyard. Now, d- dig the, this back together. And I'm like shoving, shoving all the dirt back onto the hole. If we don't find it where you say it is, we're coming back here. Okay, okay, right. <laughs> I'm carrying on. And I help Meredith shove everything into the grave. It takes a while before I like try and rearrange these stones back to their original. And it takes five minutes because I'm like, was it like this? No, no, no. Wait, like this. Did it look like this? Forget the details, Meredith. No, Let's Kangan, go. You... Kangan, you tell me exactly how it looked like or else we're in big trouble. <sighs> Does it look okay? It looks perfect. Great. Let's go. Okay. And um, I take Jasper's hand and I'm like marching to this other graveyard. It's quite late by the time you get to the graveyard. But there it is before you, illuminated faintly by what little moonlight filters through the trees. We have arrived. Okay. This is the field of blood. Yes. So where do we start? Good question. Do I hear anything? You hear what you heard the day before. Crying. Muffled sobs. Maybe ask them where it is. That you were sent by Oren? Okay, okay. It's Meredith. We've been sent by Oren. We are looking for answers. Where is the red field? Far from here. I turned around. Um... Like slowly, and then I look back forward, pretending like that was not the answer. Because <laughs> Meredith feels bad now, like, oh no. <laughs> what is it? Shh, quiet. Okay, okay. A meadow. Meadow. A grave. Grave. Is that everything? You watch as in front of you. A single red spider lily grows out of the ground and then blooms. And you hear a voice say, Dol Bazai. Does Jasper see it? Yes, he does. 
He does not hear the voice, but he sees the flower. Meredith looks back super proud. Jasper, we're on to something here. Yeah, I just wish I'd be a bit more informed. Right. (laughs) We are looking for a grave, a meadow. How do you say that? Dolbethai. 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 Bethai. Dolbethai. And I will say this, mm-hmm. seeing as you both speak Carleg, Dolbethai literally means meadow of graves. So, do you think it's in the forest? If not, then it's going to be a little bit difficult. Could you, like, ask for directions or... Oh, good idea. Um, it's me again. Um, directions, please. Both of you make a history check. Oh, brilliant. You better be good at history. Yeah, 22. That's good, because I rolled an 8. <laughs> Great. A great 8. Meredith, you've heard of Dolbethai. Oh, yes. It's a mass gravesite for magic users who were killed 57 years ago. And it's not too far outside of Kyabrin. Meredith puts their finger on their face in a thinking position. Hmm. Well, if if this is part of the prophecy, and if this is going to help, then why shouldn't it be allowed? Uh, Meredith? Yes? Explain, please. Well, Jasper, you see, um, this meadow is not... Quite as close as we thought it would be. It's a bit outside the forest. And that means the real world. And that means we are um, not safe. But it's for the greater good. So I think it is our duty as magic users. And um, because we're part of the prophecy... I think it makes complete sense to let us go and find this graveyard and um, unravel this mystery. Are you with me? Uh, yeah, of, of course. So we know where it is. Yes, kind of. I feel like they're not going to let us go that easily. Mm, I was thinking the same. But... If we say it's for the greater good, then I'm sure it will be fine. Maybe we keep this to ourselves, Meredith. Do I know how far it is? To Kyabrin, it would be a full day's worth of travel. onions. Yeah, it's not like a day's trip where we can just, like, skip off and then come back unnoticed, you know? No. Well, here's the thing. Maybe we can just... Stay for the night and Hmm. work out a plan. But we keep this between ourselves for now, Meredith, okay? Um, well, um, at this, uh, Jack, you see, uh, uh, Jasper sees Meredith, um, very much in thought right now. Like, oh yes, and and there's just like, you know, maths, symbols everywhere. Imaginary, of course. I walk over to the red spider lily, and I'm going to pick it. Oh my god. 
And then I'm going to take Meredith by their hand and just walk them away as they're in deep thought. And we're going to go back to uh, to where the tent is of Deirdre and Rosen. Rosen is still asleep and it looks like Deirdre may have been drifting off. She was certainly lying down, but when you come in, she gets up on her elbow and scowls at you. Meredith waves. Friendly. What's that look for? You barged into our tent. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got urgent news, that's why. Uh-huh. Can you keep it down? Rosen's sleeping. Well, it actually does concern Rosen, so... Can it wait? Uh, not particularly. It's kind of the reason why Jennifer and Sir Geffen were looking for her. At this point, Rosen is woken by your voices and looks up at you, confused. Oh, hey. Fine, spit it out. Why are you here? Uh, yeah, so, uh, Rosen, uh, nice to meet you in better circumstances. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, so, have you kidnapped anyone? Wh- what are you talking about? Well, just, um, Jennifer. <laughs> I just, I overheard them arguing, and they said something. It's completely ridiculous, obviously, but they had said something like, you know, you kidnapped her brother. Oh, onions. No, I didn't. Marion disappeared three weeks ago. I didn't. That was nothing to do with me. Wait, it, it was Mary? Yes. Um, Meredith, Mer- like, Puts their hand up. Um, Jasper. <laughs> and then I, I, I kind of gestured to Jasper to come over. Uh, yeah? This is our chance. I don't follow. Uh, Meredith m- making, sh- no, making this expectant face. Oh. Oh, yes. Okay. Are you on the same page? I, I feel like so- I am. I'm not quite sure. Right, anyway, this is what's happening. We are going to get Jennifer on our side by solving the problem. And then we'll become allies. And then the prophecy will come true. This is perfect. It might also be a way in which we can, you know, leave for a day. <gasps> because, you know, we, we've saved the camp. So we're going to suggest we're going to go find Mary. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to let us. Well, you know, in our part of keeping the peace. I'm still not sure if they're going to let us. Just just trust me, Meredith. We, okay, we've got okay. this. You know I can hear you right. Meredith can't contain this excitement. Jasper slowly looks over. Oh, um... So, uh, we have uh, a bit of a suggestion. Proposition, actually. Yeah, proposition. What does that word mean? Well, like, propose, right? Oh. So we're proposing, like, a negotiation. Yeah, you're just using bigger words. Well, Meredith doesn't know what to say. (laughs) Anyway, we we will um, talk... To Jennifer and Sir Geffen, uh, with Rosen, at a safe distance, 
bear in mind, and we'll get this problem sorted out. And then we'll suggest that uh, we go find Merry, and that way we can find the grave. And I turn to Meredith as I say this. What grave? What grave? Oh, onions. The grave. Rosen speaks up at this point. I, I don't... Jennifer banished me. And she said that if she ever saw me again... I don't... I can't... I can't see her. Okay, so why do we have to tell Jennifer? We just go get Mary and then pop up and be like, Jennifer! Your s- brother? Brother? Your brother's here! Maybe not. Okay. So you two want to leave? For a bit. You know, we're we're not totally going to leave. It's for the prophecy. Plus, we could help Rosen in some way. Maybe we can convince Jennifer to un-banish. Yes, so if we get on Jennifer's good side and we become allies, then the prophecy will happen. I mean, forgive me if I'm not too, hmm, how do I say this? Confident in Jennifer's compassion. Oh, don't worry. We'll we'll be in charge of all that. Yeah. I mean, we saved Jennifer, didn't we? Hmm, for reasons I can't quite understand. Rosen kind of looks at her reproachfully at this. You know, I thought you, Jasper, would have run off to Tremadog by now. I'm sorry, what did you say? Tremadog? Yeah, I thought that's what you said. Why would you... Why would I go there? Because of the note? What note? The note. Yesterday, someone from the Court of Miracles came. And they gave me a note for you... I give it to Tamorak. She said she'd give it to you. What did the note say? She's in Tremadog. They found it in your house. In Kyabrin. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, God. Meredith quickly gra- grabs Jasper before he collapses. <laughs> Shh. I'm, like, petting him again. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I thought I thought Morag had given it to you. I'm looking straight at De- Deirdre in a very focused way. Like you can't really tell if I'm angry or not, but I'm like very focused. And I'm like, where is she? In her house. Okay, right. <laughs> I drag Jasper out of this tent uh, to find Morag. Jasper, who is very limp for half of the journey begins to take strides towards Morag's house. This is an actual house? This is an actual house. I am knocking very strongly. After a minute or so, the door opens. I am staring. Morag looks back at you. Where is the note? Ah... What note? Oh, the one that um, Deirdre gave to you to give this young, young individual. She looks down at Jasper. Wait here. And she goes back inside her house. 
Jasper's claws are clenched. There's tears in his eyes. We've got this. We've got this. She comes back a moment later with a note in her hand. A bit late. I didn't want you to make any foolish decisions. Do you know whose life you put in jeopardy? And I snatched the note. Your life would be in jeopardy if you do anything about this. My life is nothing without hers. A life is always worth something on its own. Thanks for nothing. And I walk away as I read the note. It says exactly what Deirdre said it would. She's in Tramadog. Well, at least we're following the prophecy and going to save the entirety of magic. Bye. And then Meredith walks off. After Jasper, of course. That's where the Maddox live. The Maddox have Werther. Well, uh... Um... Well, um... Hopefully she's she's probably alive. Um, they're probably holding her, so hoping that we would go back so they can imprison us again and kill us. It's worse than that, Meredith. It's so much worse. The Maddox, they know Werther. Not directly, but they know. Expand? We just... We've got to get to her as soon as possible, okay? What what will they do? They're horrible. Horrible people, Meredith. What won't they do? I... I don't want to wait any longer either, but I feel that if... If we get closer to the prophecy, it'll be much easier to save water. If we get the magic users on our side, then we can then we can do something, but we can't do much, just the two of us. Here's what's going to happen. We are going to sort this out, okay? They brought us here, and we need to repay that. But the minute we have, we're getting out of here. So what's step one on the plan? Stop this pathetic feud. We're going to take Rosen to them. And we're going to explain everything. Why do we have to tell them that we're going to look for Mary? Why can't we just go look? Oh, oh okay, I see. Because if we do bring Mary back, they're going to think... Mm, they're going th- to think we kidnapped him and now we're pretending like we've saved him. Okay, I get it. So, when are we doing that? Tomorrow. I can't think straight right now. How do you know they won't leave by then? Or we'll get up early. Okay, so are we going to ask Deidre? Well, are we going back there and telling them what that we're going to do that? We'll tell them in the morning. I can't deal with this right now. Okay, well, you go to bed and I'll tell them. Jasper walks off to his tent. I walk to Deidre. As you push aside. Oh no, I'm not put. I'm okay. doing that thingy again where I look, peek inside. Can you not just leave us alone for one night? One night, Meredith. 
Um, I just wanted to update you with what's happening tomorrow morning. Mm. Okay, so we're going to go to um, Jennifer and uh, Gethin. And uh, Sir, Sir, Sir Gethin. Don't forget the Sir. He, he, he likes that. Um, or that's his title. And we should respect that. Anyway, we are going back um, there to wherever they're staying. And then we're going to tell them that we're going to find Mary... And then, okay, Rosen can have her little uh, moment. Uh, with, yeah, they'll, yeah. Anyway, they'll see each other, right? Uh, but with distance, as Jasper said, don't forget the distance because we don't want people to um, attack each other's throats. Um, so what we're doing is we're going to um, tell them that. And once we tell them that, we maybe, possibly, I don't know if this will really reach them, but at least we tried. So we're going to tell Jennifer that we're going to be, um, we are dedicated, dedicated to finding um, uh, her sibling, Mary, and um, hopefully bring him back. But obviously I'm not going to go into the details that Jennifer's going to turn into our ally because she's okay. probably... Not going to think it's for the record. I think it's a terrible idea. Oh, well, it's decided now, so it's going to happen. It's for the prophecy. Remember, if Jennifer becomes our ally, things will get better. Honestly, at this point, I don't care. Fine, go talk to them. Go talk to them. On your head, be it. But it's up to Rosen whether she wants to see Jennifer again. Meredith looks at Rosen. I just... I don't know. I don't know what good it would do, and... She's gonna hate me. She hates... She hates me. She hates a lot of things. No. Not really. Well, she wanted to kill me beforehand. If that makes you feel a bit better. At least she didn't try to kill you like she did with me. I don't know if my presence would help, though. It just might make her angrier. I mean, I guess we could just go the two of us. Um. Okay, well, that's the plan. Now you guys know, and um, hopefully things will turn out um, well. So that's okay for us to go and have a conversation with Jennifer and Sir Gethin. You can do that. But, Meredith, if you leave this forest, if you do anything to endanger the people who live here, well, first off, Havoc and I will kill you. Just wanted to get that out there. It's okay, you're not the first one. But it's for the prophecy, so at least I've tried. The forest is, is my priority. Well, we're not planning on endangering anyone here. I hope not. Now will you let us sleep? Thank you for your understanding. Have a great night. She waves her hand at you to get out. And I walk out. Hello, and once again, thank you for listening. If you want to keep up to date with all the news regarding the show, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HereThereBeCast. 
If you'd like to engage with cast members and other listeners, then you can join our Discord server. You can find an invite on our Twitter. We're not doing a promo this episode for another actual play podcast like we usually do. Instead, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Radio Platform. Radio Platform is a youth-led radio station that gives young people a platform to build their confidence, find their voice, and express their opinions. They also lead a seven-week free, free, radio course for 14 to 25-year-olds. I can vouch for this course, it's lots of fun, and is an excellent introduction to radio. We've been working with Radio Platform since the beginning of this show. We use their studio to record, or, you know, we we did before things happened and the studio temporarily shut down. And our show airs on the station every Monday at 6pm. If you like radio and podcasts, then you might be interested in some of the other shows you can find on the station, like Disabled by Definition, Radio Greats, and Love in the Time of Extinction. There's also a really great one-off show about the 2019 film Cats, if that's your thing. You can listen to all of Radio Platform shows on their Mixcloud. You can also follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Radio Platform. That's platform with two Fs. And so, without further ado, back to the story. The next morning, Meredith, you wake up at your usual time, which is way too early for any reasonable person. You rouse Jasper and the two of you start making your way back through the forest. Hang on, so we're going we're going to them and then coming back, or are we, like, going to them and then leaving straight after? That's... You tell me. Yeah, just to make sure that if we do leave completely, then we need to pack, right? Jasper has already packed the night before. Oh. Well, I don't have that many things, so it would have... Not taking too long to pack. Yeah, actually, actually, Meredith looks so. Meredith looks over at Jasper's bag. Are we leaving straight after talking to them? I don't know. Should I pack? Um, yeah. Just in case. The first thing Meredith takes is like a shovel thing, because <laughs> I have no um staff, so I sling on a back pack thing and I've got a shovel in my hand. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. As you emerge from the tent into the early morning light, Jasper, you notice you notice something. Meredith's eyes are green, you're sure. But today they look a bit blue. Are you feeling okay, Meredith? I, I look down at Jasper because I'm taller. <laughs> um, well, I'm a bit nervous about um, the whole thing, but I'm sure it will be okay because it's for the prophecy. Uh, okay, and just your eyes have changed colour. Meredith looks down at Jasper. Well, I can't really see them, can I? Do I? Am I pale? No, I no. feel all right. No, they're... Um... They just look bluer. Maybe it's the light. Maybe. Well, I guess I didn't really live with anyone, so no one would have noticed if my eyes change. Yeah, it must just be that Meredith just trails off like, I don't know. And we carry on. How do you approach Jennifrey and Gethin? (laughs) With your spade up as a weapon, okay. 
with our arms up. I am holding a spoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Well, I let Jas- Jasper go first. Actually, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to have my arms up and I'm just going to slowly walk towards them. Meredith copies <laughs> with the shovel up. Where's Havoc? Havoc just sees us like walking towards them with our hands up. That is exactly what happens. You hear a shifting of the undergrowth, and then suddenly something very tall looms over you. Havoc stands before you. Oh, good morning, Havoc. What are you doing? Oh, don't worry. Deidre sent us. You're being very loud, considering how close we are. Oh, Deidre sent us to talk to Sir Gethin and... Jennifer about the missing, no, her missing brother. Havoc looks over their shoulder and you peek past them and you can see that Gethin is awake. You can see him in the distance holding Jennifer's sword and looking at you. Your voices alerted him to what was happening. Oh, brilliant. So they're ready to talk to us. This is going well, Jasper. I put my bag down and I put my hands up and I just start slowly walking to Gethin. It's okay, I'm unarmed. Don't blame me if you're hurt. And they step aside. Thanks, Havoc. Thank you so much. And Meredith walks past. As you approach Gethin, he shakes Jennifer awake and the two of them stand up. I'm going to stop at a distance and I put my hand out for Meredith to stop. I stop. Listen, we're not here to harm you in any way. We just want to talk. I overheard you last night talking about Mary. I spoke to Rosen and she doesn't know where he is. She's got nothing to do with this. But Meredith and I can help you. Why would we trust you? Because we're Mary's friends. Bold of you to say that. When you possessed him. We didn't possess him. We are not affiliated with the necromancer. We never were. Look, that time I ran away, I panicked because... I'm going to tell you something about Maddock. I used to work for her. Not directly, but for her family. And she, well, not her specifically, but they're responsible for the death of my best friend. I wasn't running away because of the necromancer. I was running away because I didn't want to be killed like him. Well, if your friend was a magic user, then I suppose he had it coming, didn't he? The Maddox family run a criminal organisation. <laughs> They're textile producers. It's just a front. I used to work under Reese Maddock. Look, I know you don't believe any of this, but you have to believe that we are still Mary's friends, and we have been from the start. Regardless of whether we're magic users or not, we would never try and hurt him. They both look at you distrustfully. And what would you have us do if you had it your way? 
in exchange, and I look at Meredith, and I give a very stern stare, as if to say, do not react. In exchange for leaving this forest alone, leaving Rosen B, and us finding Mary, I will turn myself in for being a magic user. And then you can do what you want, you can burn me at the stake, whatever. Just leave the forest alone. I did already promise I would do that. Well, now you have more reason. So what, you want to help us find Merian? And then you'll just hand yourself in? There is one other thing. I have a guardian, Werda. I want to make sure she's okay. She has nothing to do with this, and the Maddox have her at the moment. You know how unbelievable this sounds. I know. But you came here to find Mary. And I'm willing to help. I just need your help. Gethin looks at Jennifrey and uh, mutters something in her ear. How would you help us find Mary? We have connections. People that can look. And we have, obviously, magical abilities that should be able to help. You can see Meredith again tried, like, wanting to say something but not saying anything. Like, Meredith opens her mouth to say something then shuts it, then opens it again. I'm not exactly confident at the vague promise of magic. I can send messages. There's that. In what sense? I can send a message and get a message back. She looks at Gethin, and you can see her teeth worry her bottom lip a little bit. If you send a message to him, you 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 say he could reply. Yes, with his location, possibly if he chooses to. Gethin shakes his head at her, and she takes a few steps towards you. Will it harm him? No. It's just like sending letters, except it's more like in the head. Do it to me first. Okay. Prove that it does not harm someone. Gethin takes a few steps towards her. Ginny, no! We need to find him. Gethin, we need to find him. Okay, well, if you stand high... Yeah, go behind that tree. So, so, so you can see that it works when you can't see each other. I don't want to take my eyes off you. Meredith, you turn around. Oh, okay. Um, can I take a few steps back? She gestures for you to do so. Brilliant. Okay, uh, so I will, like, walk a bit away. Okay, I'm stopping here. Is that all right with you? Just get it over with. Okay, are you ready to experience her magic? Right. Um, Meredith pulls out a black feather out of their pocket and um, put, holds it between their thumb and their index finger and twirls it. Uh, then um, they create the message, which is... Hello, Jennifer. 
I hope you enjoyed the experience of magic. This is how Mary will get his message. You can also reply by sending a message back. A few moments later, you hear both out loud and in your head. Um, hello? This is Jennifer. Sending a message back. Meredith turns around with the biggest grin on their face. Jennifer looks... It's a complicated expression. She looks somewhat taken aback. She looks somewhat disgusted. Gethin is wearing a similarly complicated expression. He looks more hmm, outraged at what Jennifer has done. Well, at least it works. It's safe. We could use this to talk to Marion. Jenny does goes against everything the knights stand for. Everything you stand for. I know. But we need to find him. Do it. Message him. Oh, well, what do you want to say? Um... I don't, I don't know. He's not going to, because it's magic, he's not going to believe that it's me who's looking for him. I, I don't know. You could say it's me. Um, is, is there a way for my voice to go through? I don't think so. Well, then, just ask him where he is and if he's in danger and if he needs help. Should I mention you? Maybe. Okay. Yes, fine. Mention me. Should I mention me? I don't know. Just do it. Um, okay. Um, so I, uh, Meredith holds up the feather again and twirls it between the thumb and index finger and, um, closes their eyes and mm, speaks. Uh, hmm. Hi, Mary. This is a message um, from Jennifer, passed on by Meredith. Jennifer is very worried and wishes to know where you are. You hear a voice come back to you, but it doesn't quite sound like Mary's. It sounds like him, but it's deeper. Who is this? This is magic. I... Is this a trick? This is magic. I know Jennifer wouldn't use that. I know that it... It can only go to the person, right? There's no other way where someone else can, like, uh, reply. As far as you're aware, it should have gone to Mary. It couldn't have gone to anyone else. You... You see Meredith hesitate. Well, did it work? Well, it worked, but um, Mary didn't believe that um, you would send a message, so they didn't give a location. See, that's what I was worried about, because he's right to believe it, but... Um, question. Has Mary's voice gone deeper? No. Well, it did sound very deep on the through the thing, so I don't know. R right. Well, it must have gone to him because that's how the spell works so perhaps you got it wrong and it went to someone else 
oh no that can't happen what if um you say something that only jennifrey would know oh good idea oh hmm. okay but i can only use this once more and then it's um uh gotta wait another 24 hours um well when we were very young I fell out of a lilac tree and cried the whole way home. And it was just you and Mary? Yes. And Aaron, but just us three. Um, okay, I'm going to cast it again. So Meredith does the procedure with the feather, and again, um... It's Meredith sending a message from Jennifer. Jennifrey fell out of a lilac tree and cried all the way home. Jennifrey asks for your location. I'm fine. Don't contact me again. Can I make an insight check? Yep. Uh, to see if what he's expressing is actually how he feels. Go for it. Right. At 17 plus 6? 23. <laughs> 23. He seemed shaken that you were able to contact him, and and there was a hint of worry in his voice. Why are you making that face? Um, what did he say? He said he's fine, and I should not contact him again. What? He, as I repeat, he says, I'm fine. Do not contact me again. Surely there was something else, Meredith. And I'm looking at Meredith desperately. I'm afraid not. Meredith. I'm not lying. This is concerning. How long has he been missing for? Three weeks. And so he's fine. He wouldn't just leave. He wouldn't yeah. just leave, especially not without saying anything. So... What you're saying is that you are useless to us. No, at least you know that something's up. Why would he say he's fine, though? Why would he leave? Yes, I'm trying to figure out this as well. It's a trick. Jenny, come on. Let's just, let's, let's just leave. If he's okay, then either, either he's somewhere else and it was on purpose... Or someone's pretending. No, but I'm pretty sure it can't go to someone else. So it must be that he's somewhere else, but he chose to be there, so he's fine. Although I wouldn't see why he would go without telling you. So maybe there was some. Pre un maybe he was under pressure, but he seemed fine, so I don't understand. We're wasting our time here. Gethin, you're right. We should leave. Well, don't worry. We'll find him and we'll bring him home. They start getting their things together. We can do it without you guys. You're, you're going to leave the forest alone, though. I promised I would. Okay. Just promise me one thing. The Maddox. Just be careful, okay? They are not what they seem. Bring me proof and I'll believe you. Don't worry, I will. 
Meredith quickly casts Zone of Truth. No. As everyone in the area feels it take effect, Jennifer and Gethin whirl back around to face you. What did you do? Meredith, what did you do? We didn't... We were not affiliated with the necromancer. What spell did you cast? Did you know the person in the vision? The one with the grave? Uh, No. Meredith, what spell did you cast? Zone of Truth. Geffen, tell a lie. Oh. My skin is green. No. No, it's it's green. No, I can't lie. I can't lie. Okay, nor can we. We are not affiliated with the necromancer. Why do you hate magic users so much, Jennifer? Because because they are evil and you you use your magic for evil and bad things and to hurt people. Have you been hurt by a magic user? Not me personally. Who was it? Many people. Who was the closest person? She looks at Gethin. Ask me a question. I, I'll show you that I can't lie. Um, what should I say? Um, I'm... Okay, I'm going to lie and say I am a magic user. Okay, I've got... Um, I, I'm holding a shovel. My eyes are brown. They are brown, brown. Bra- they're telling the truth. Okay, ask me a question. Ask us questions that you want to know. Why do you have magic? Why do you use magic? I look at Jasper. It was given to me by my best friend before he died, Donnie. I use it to protect Werder. Um, Freya, Freya gave me magic. I haven't used it much, but I do it for the good, and I've, I, I, I saved Gethin's, Sir, Sir Gethin's life twice now. When we met him, he was dying, and I spared his life. And I did it again yesterday because I didn't want him to die. Next question. Can you help us find Merion? I look at Meredith. It is our mission to find Merion. We can help you. We will do our best. Fine. I believe you. 